Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. Guests that are uh, doing very major things in food, being Africans, introducing African food to the Dutch market, and actually doing that successful, like it being sold on the Arbitine to go, you name it. Uh, and they are the founders of uh, Afri Bowl Company. I know them as founders of many things. I, I know them as going around, but it's always revolving around Africa. And that's really what I love about what they do. Um, and they are the founders of Afri, the Afri Bowl Company, as I said, which is an African snack with a mission. And this tasty snack has received acclamation from supermarkets like Arbor Time to Go and more. Uh, we're talking to the founders, who is Barbara, uh, do I say correct, Guam- yeah. Guamesia yeah. and Benjela <laughs> Guamesia right. on what it takes to venture in the market of food with a story that mm. contributes to Africa. Uh, welcome, uh, Lady Barbara and Thank Benjela. You. Thanks Thank so much you. for being here. Thank you. All the way from Rotterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rotterdam Oost. How Shout was out. the Sunday? How was how is your day going t- today? It, it, mom first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 been re- really fine. Actually, this Sunday has turned out the the one that I've really relaxed and just sort of looking to myself. So it's been yeah, I can see that you have this glow. I'm, I'm very <laughs> relaxed and very calm. So I love I'm glad. it. I love it. Yeah. Good to yeah. have you on a on a calm day, on a calm yeah. relaxed day yeah. to you. talk to uh, you about uh, Afribol. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about so many other things that you do. Uh, well, yeah. first, we just want to know, you, we, we Africans, we always want to know where, where, from which country <laughs> are you from, which countryside, which village, which yeah, town. Yeah, I'll uh, tell you all. <laughs> tell us a bit about that, where I you come, are from. I came from um, the southern Cameroons, um, are known for being English, English-speaking part of, uh, of uh, Cameroon. Um, and um, I, yeah... I've I've been in, in actually not I've been out of the country longer than I've been inside. But fortunately, I've been to other African countries and um, came here several years ago. Yeah. Um, so that's about my background. Cameroon. <laughs> Cameroon. So is that uh, what a pigeon English is? Uh, yes, oh. we have pigeon English. <laughs> heavy one. <laughs> <laughs> heavy, heavy. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Love it. And um, what what do you do? Because I know of you of many ventures. I know you in the journalism side. I know you on the uh, what else uh, community side. Yeah. Uh, tell us about um, what you do and um, yeah, what I do now. Um, now we're busy. Actually, it's interesting you ask. Apart from um, Afriball, which um, because of the marketing and the business and big business ideas, I had to hand over the whole running to this young man sitting beside me. I'm sure he'll talk about that. And while we're working with, with, with Afriball, um, from the whole idea behind Afriball was you know, to, to make a change, a difference. Um, and then while I, I could see we began really making that difference in Africa, um, I had, as, as you said, I, I had been in, 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 um, <clears throat> in media. Yeah. Um, some years back, um, the, the magazine I created was because, I, actually, at that time, I wasn't thinking in the business way, but I was thinking of a need. And um, I, I did a research in the Netherlands where I saw the struggles that Africans were going through, struggles that African churches were going through. And um, 
that created that magazine at that time. But what has happened now is that as Afriball, you know, we, we could see the difference. I, I sort of now took the idea of the concept of food also. That's just one thing I'm doing now. And we're trying to create a kind of, um, from the concept of Afriball of changing, create a kind of bakery where we would eventually, hopefully, we're working towards that. Yeah. And um, set women up all over the country. Where the, it, 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 it's a friend of mine said it's a kind of micro credit, but it's different product wise. Mm -hmm. So I'm busy with that. And I'm also busy with uh, the setup of uh, a newspaper for the Netherlands, okay. for Africans in the Netherlands. And I'll talk about that differently. <laughs> and also um, a magazine which would be in South Africa. So that's what um, it's a bit You're onto many things. things. Into many things. A woman of many trades. <laughs> I love it. I that's love what it. We're doing. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I sing. Okay. That's oh, you sing as well. Thing, yes. All right. <laughs> I like that's that. What, that's what yeah. we're doing also. So. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Young man, to go ahead. Then Jella. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, obviously, I'm also with the roots in Cameroon, yeah. since my mom's from there, yeah, um, or the southern Cameroons. Um, but I was born in London, mm -hmm. so shout out to London. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the city. <laughs> also the, the other one. Yeah, um, but I grew up in Rotterdam. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, in here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all Rotterdam. Right. Um, yeah, but we understand, you know, you understand where you come from. You see um, the passion wearing your parents and your, your family that you've grown up into, the values and all the beliefs and all the good stuff that mm -hmm. they have imparted on you. Yeah. You you respect that. You recognize that. So that's a little bit from where I'm from. What was the other question that you need from me? Um, what do you do now? Like your profession and... All right. So for me, um, basically, as I finished studies, I was like, I'm just going to do entrepreneurial stuff. So, um, as you can see, basically, you can call me just a social entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually, so I did, I studied, so from young, uh, if anyone asked me, it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, yeah, I want to be rich. You yeah, know? That's, that's one of, that's one of <laughs> the main goals. <laughs> rich, that's my goal. Yeah, yeah um, no, but then at some point, I started understanding what, how I want to create this wealth. And I started understanding I have, I love business. I love just understanding numbers. Yeah. And like, I really like numbers, so like mathematics and the statistics stuff. Is like goosebumps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That <laughs> it's stuff some is serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I understood. Okay, let's do business study. So I did um, in Rotterdam. Also did my business studies. Then I did um, went to finance and investment uh, to do a prolonged masters in that. And then yeah. after that, I was I just basically I said, mm -hmm. look, mom, look, grandmom, here's my uh, degree. So I'm going to do something in music. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you decide to go music? Yeah, because I in the in the like uh, towards the end of my um, academic situation, I started getting in touch with um, yeah actual production, music production. Yeah, and I apparently I had like a knack for that. Mm -hmm. So I really started. I always enjoyed creating harmonies, you know, symphonies and all these things. So that's why I um, also learned how to play the keys. Mm -hmm. When I also started going to church, you know, uh, God in, um, actually gave my life to Christ and all these things. And yeah. stuff just started to develop me, especially on the creative part, musically. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was something I would like to pursue. And then in the midst of that and meeting some interesting people, yeah. setting up business concepts, then my mom came with this one thing you mentioned, like the, the first magazine concept she was mm -hmm. in. And I was like, and she gave me the story behind it. I was like... Okay, I can 
why not I'll try and help. Yeah. So I always like these kind of projects that are challenging, that um, that require creative inputs, mm-hmm. and that just require an entrepreneurial approach to things. Yeah. And that is also how later the Afrobo situation mm-hmm. actually came to pass. All right. Yeah. So th- tell us about that because um, how I discovered about <coughs> it is I think. I saw a, a very clean and nice video about, um, yeah, an African snack being introduced. It was around the Christmas period, I think, and it was it was showcasing the the, the success, you know, of uh, this snack. Uh, we call it Ghanaians, We call it both roads. You know what I mean? But it 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 had something similar. But then again, it was kind of shaped in a more Dutch way with some sprinkle things on it. So I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And seeing also the founder, because he is a familiar face uh, uh, to me and uh, you as well. I was like, oh, this is their latest venture. So how how did all of this begin? Is it just uh, normally where you had... Um, where you had the snack? How did how did it go from from the kitchen to yeah. people's <laughs> to people's fingers? <laughs> okay, I, I I'll, I'll I'll tell you how it started. Um, actually, it started the way, in a sense, the way the, the magazine started, but on in, on a different note. Um, it started around the magazine period because I had um, that was 2012. The magazine came out, and at that time, all I knew about the magazine was I just create a top-notch magazine to to deal with the issue of image, imagery, um, and to deal with the issue of information, yeah. to inform people to to free themselves from, from a lot of things that I saw during my, my research. Now, after the magazine came out, I, I, I was meeting the kind of roadblocks that I, I never knew. I didn't understand, of course. It's taken me years to understand how it works at the time. And I remember sitting in front of my computer at one point really feeling so down and just saying, why did I do this? I, I, I was just feeling down and yeah. and I need to do this. And I, and it's, of course, it's taken me years to understand that most um, um, entrepreneurs, they face these things. They face uphills and, and it is these uphills that build you. Yeah. I didn't know it at the time, but I was so down. And then I put on my computer and I, I, I don't know how it came about. I started reading... Um, a travel blog by a New York um, writer. Yeah, New York Times. A New York Times writer. I, I think he's still writing. I've forgotten his name. And he was talking about Cameroon, about how he sat in a hospital and saw a young girl die. Yeah. A pregnant a, a pregnant girl just because she didn't have the money to pay the doctor. Such a shame. Yeah. I saw it and I could see her picture. I, I could see her die because he showed it. He, he was, he was um, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Until um, I don't know whether he realized she was going to die, mm-hmm. um, but she ended up dying. Mm-hmm. And I remember forgetting about everything about myself, realizing what's this little thing you're complaining? About? Look at what just happened. Yeah, I wanted to cry, all kinds of feelings, and I thought, okay, the best way is to call all Cameroonian women, African women, for us to come together, put money together, and send to these women. Of yeah. course, that was another idealistic way of thinking and mm-hmm. later i started looking at um the practicality of it yeah it means you guys will come into a group and you'll do this and that and and then it's going to be bureaucrat bureaucracy so i decided no i i i, I have to think of something else mm-hmm. what can i do not to sit crying that will make a change 
And I thought, wait a minute, in the Netherlands, what works, what works? <laughs> and I thought, food, oh, the people, they like something exotic. Maybe if I do something exotic. Right. I'm not a kitchen person, so I was out of it. Now I knew I had to go there. And when I went, I thought, now, what do I do? If I say exotic, I shouldn't bring something so strange that they don't know. Yeah. I have to look at something that they know in Holland some, and, and then change it. Olibol came to mind. Yeah. But, as you know, in Africa we have, in, 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 the, in Nigeria, Cameroon, they say puff puff in, in yeah, other places. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like in Ghana, they also have it there. Yeah. They have all over. So I thought, what if I take the concept of that and, and totally change it? Remix it. And remix it. <laughs> and actually, it took me two years to perfect what, because I did all kinds of things. Um, because I would come at one point and another block would come. Okay, how do you create this? I didn't realize, in, in, in fact, that I had gone to chemistry because now I started experimenting. <laughs> I was, it was in yeah. chemistry, kitchen chemistry. It, yeah, it was. Until eventually I did something that I, I asked people to taste, asked him to taste, asked my, even my stepdad to taste. And they were like, what? Wow, this, to cut, to, 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 to just, to, to go fast ahead. We discovered that, um, People would taste this thing and they would run after us. I even got some women oh, together. Wow. They would ru yeah. literally run after us and say, what is that thing? Yeah. And I got some women together because, again, I was thinking, yeah, maybe I can help women to sell this around. Maybe we can do this. And then we gather money. Mm -hmm. We help our sisters in Africa and we help ourselves here. Yeah. Again, I was becoming an idealist. And we, I tried to do that. I went to Bradbury, but it was never coming up. My son looked at me and said, ma'am, if you really want to help, it's not this way. You cannot help small. And yeah. that's how he got, he got, although I had done things with him, he got involved and he said, I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true, true. And I'll, I'll have to, to, to let him speak about how it eventually got to Albert Heinz. Tell so, us. So, <laughs> so, the way I'm, so, the, so the way I'm in the situation, I'm, I'm listening. So at some point my mom comes and she says, she tells a story, right, about yeah. the the mom who died in Cameroon. And, but apparently, she had done more research and saw yeah. that it is all like over a, Africa, even in Ghana, a ongoing in thing. Kenya. And Terrible the thing things, that yeah. really, really touched me, yeah. first off, maternal death is not cool at all. Yeah. Um, all these babies die; it's not cool at all. But yeah. what made it even more insane to me was that she was mentioning that, that for. An, amount of for lack of what 55 euros mm -hmm. then in some cases 20 dollars some cases yeah. up to one euro for travel expense so for yeah. lack of 50 that cents for that kind of lack cases. of that money yeah it's end of life yeah it's it's crazy yeah. then another story like some places you know some were chased out of a hospital or whatever mm -hmm. i was hearing this i'm like okay for this during labor what after you know so i'm hearing yeah. this and i'm like really really and and then I was like, um, and then she came with the idea. Well, what I want to do is yeah. I want to, if I'm inventing something, and then I want to sell this in order to finance health uh, birth aid. I'll just do it. Yeah. And I thought, yes, it's, that's okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then so then I tasted it, and I was like, yes, yes, okay, okay, <laughs> this is something. Yeah. But then she started started going out, started taking it to um, you know Koningsdorp, Braderie, these places, and everywhere she said. People were like, first I tasted it, then I started calling their friends and running after, and every sold out, sold out, sold out. 
So then I thought, hmm, willingness to pay. Okay. So you went to, to markets, like smaller markets to, That's to right. try to... That because was your I pilot. thought I would raise That's money. Right. I, did, I wasn't thinking any other way. He yeah, so that. we had this yeah. connection. Um, shout out to Danitza. Um, Danitza, she was... She, she took her at some point to a braderie. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's where it was really... No, she first actually sold it to neighbors and stuff. So it was growing like this. But then from one place to another, you just saw everywhere, recurrently, people were feeling what... We were feeling and as well. And with the ladies, I went to Koningenedag and we tried that. It was the same So thing. then she came with a yeah. group of ladies and I said, okay, I'll help you a little bit with the branding since I have smelled willingness to pay. So yeah, push it. Especially because, I mean, the purpose of it all yeah. is, is necessary. Well, anyway, so then I started going around and, but the story, but the thing was going a little bit slow, right? Yeah. And then I said, okay, mom, uh, it's a little bit, it's going slower than the potential, what the potential is mm-hmm. there. So, if you really want to do big things, you got to think big. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call all the supermarkets in this country yeah. and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, first I put in a prayer, you know, because, uh, okay, <laughs> let's, let me see what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, set up a script, make, looked at all the um, head offices in the Netherlands, put the numbers there on the Excel, and then I just start to pick up the phone and started calling. Mm-hmm. So my pitch was... And this is for y'all out there, you know. Okay, pitch, yeah. Pitch the situation. Yeah, <laughs> no. So my pitch was, um, hi, I am Ben of this and this uh, food company. And I was wondering, what is your process with regards to taking in new food products? Because I've got something here that I think you will be very interested in. Please enlighten me. So then I was like, oh, yeah, well, you do this. and da, da, da. So as the first time they said, oh, yeah, you connect with um, the Incoper from this and this. Oh, Incoper, that's a word. I'm a, the, so the next person I'll call, I know who I need to have. So this was how every call I was understanding more and more. And at some point, um, I called Albert Heim. And in the first place, I spoke into a voicemail. And then they reconnected me to someone else who said, we do not want any new product. We do not need nothing. Bye. So... <laughs> but by I was Africans. like, I was like, wow, oh, wow. But the, but the, but I told my mom the blessing is here in Albert High because all these other supermarkets that were interested in knowing a little bit, right? But then I got this call back from the voicemail that I spoke in. And I said, hey, I heard this product, this and this was interesting. Tell me more. So I told her more, and that's how the thing went rolling, and that is how customer number one became uh, Albert High. Customer number one. Yeah. Wow, that is interesting. Yeah. I, so, um, so was it persistence that finally got the yes, or because how did you get past the no? Actually, so <laughs> the thing is that to zoom into the so when I called Alpenheim or Ahold, um, actually, didn't supermarket also wanted? Yeah, but when I called that, so we're talking about so when I called the Ahold, so what I called seventeen supermarkets or something. Yeah, all of them said gave me emails, send it to this information. Yeah, one said okay, we're interested, come by. That was Dane. But the only one that said we are not interested is Albert Hein. Yeah. But that was because when I called Albert Hein, the first person I was redirected to was not there. Okay. Then I went back to the receptionist um, on the phone, right? Then she connected. Okay, let me connect to someone else. That one was voicemail. Okay. So I spoke on the voicemail. Then, then I came back. I said, no connection. She said, okay, connected to someone else. And the third was a dude who was not having a good day, I think. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so he was like, no, we don't need nothing, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that was where the no was. But for me, if I would say persistence, just recognizing that where your blessing is, where the breakthrough is, is where it's 
when things are most hardest. Yeah. Where the, where the, where the resistance seems to be most pertinent. Mm -hmm. Probably there's something there that there's a prize somewhere there to be found. Yeah. You know, because I mean the most the most difficult to find treasures are mostly the main, you know, the biggest wins. So that's how I saw it. And then I got that call back on the phone. So then that, that was, I was like, yep. You, you, you know, I think in answer to that question, what, what really happened? Was it persistence? I, I think that is it. It is, it is him not taking no for an answer. Him saying no as, okay, it's no now, but I'll still talk to you. Because when he came and told me, yeah, we, we, I spoke and the Albert Hein guy said this. To me, it sounded really like, wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. He just said to me, I'm calling back then. <laughs> he just said that and yeah. I said okay so it was really not taking no mm -hmm. for an answer yeah. yeah if you believe in what you have you understand what you're doing it for yeah you need to persist I mean I mean for yourself you, you, yourself as an entertainer but also as, a, as yeah. an entrepreneurial young lady woman ex yeah. you know you're going you, you will see hurdles at some point right absolutely I mean, I'm for this didn't just happen overnight. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> so these are those things, but it's persistence, it's making having having a vision, yeah, and pushing forward to it. That Most is definitely. a major thing, right? Most definitely, I love yeah. that story. So it was so the creation part took about two years, yeah, and to, then to perfect it, mm. uh, trying it, introducing it to a smaller scale of people from yeah, neighborhoods, exactly. from neighborhood to further on, mm. and yeah. then from further on to supermarkets yeah. <laughs> it, it is really interesting because um actually this is the strangest part of our story and i still cannot some 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 people say it's the glory of god and there are different as, as as the first gentleman here said you know there are different segmentation people approach things and they think things differently because you know we even went to albertheim without um a structure without a business structure it was just our belief, it was just a push. And uh, one of the things that I think, perhaps I've never spoken to him about, but I'm, I'm thinking that, that that must have been what one of the things that pushed, and for me, pushed me also, was the purpose of why we wanted that thing in Alpine. Yeah. It wasn't just to sell something. It wasn't just that. It was what we wanted to do yeah. with, that, with that money. So for us, we weren't seeing a business deal. We were seeing helping, saving those women. That really was the greatest push. So I, I think sometimes it is the vision that you have that can push you beyond yeah. anything else. So yeah. that vision that you have, you know, it, it yeah. creates a certain <clears throat> creates a certain authenticity. Yeah. You know, in what you want to do. You're you're real about it. It comes from here. Yeah. And people that people perceive that. Mm -hmm. People this was so we were at at you know, having the talk with uh, the panel there at Albert Hein at some point with the Albert Hein to go peoples and then they said look your product is good your story is good and you guys are just you know it it just works so it's the, this combination of things that make things happen so much like so yeah. to anyone out there it's that have a have something good to that just have something good period yeah. you yourself have your story on point as well. Have just have just a reason why you're doing it. Because everyone has a story. We just spoke about it a little bit. Everyone has a story to tell. Yeah. Articulate that. And connect it to why you know so we we understand the context to what we're seeing right now. Yeah. And then just be you. I mean, there's nothing more than the that the world needs is you to be you. Because if you are just you, you present the world with something unique. Yeah. 
and that is something that's something that 50 cent side by the way so I'm not doing <laughs> but it was it was crazy when they said it. i was like darn it that is so true that's so true do, do you know what ben i think this will help somebody listening out there one of the things that we kept hearing and we've not even the, the, and there are a lot of things that happened behind the scene even how did how were we able to find a producer to produce so much yeah. how were we, all of those things there is there are stories because mm. they were step by step and one of the things that i know they kept saying and it comes down to what ben is saying about um about if you know your story it is the authenticity mm. we were told by the first lady who even introduced us to our producer she said you guys are a fresh, a breath of fresh air. You are so authentic. Mm -hmm. She said, I deal only with these big business people. I mean, big, big business people in the Netherlands. Um, because bakers, especially those big ones, they are, they, are, they are really big business. And she said, they always come well prepared. But you people are just you. And you're just telling your story. And you just say it and you let it be. Yeah. She said, I've never seen that. And this is so fresh air. And I realized later, as, as we started understanding the business later it's now actually more and more that I realized how almost impossible our story seems. But it's just because we were naive. We were just, we just said it because we had a problem and we said that's a problem. Yeah. And the lady tasted. So it's a combination of when she tasted, she said, wow. And that was it. But it's that authenticity. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people throw away. They try to be like someone else. Yeah. Don't tr if you are yourself and you tell your story that you really believe, it resonates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I it love resonates. that. Yeah. That is so. That is really inspiring. Um, com yeah. coming from A to B and then to Z <laughs> <laughs> of your product. Yeah. Um, okay. I know the highlight of the success. Um, I think it was when was that? Was it a year ago? It's 2016, 2016. 2016, yeah. 17. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling. It's not in stores because you're preparing for something else, right? That's what I've noticed. And my, how is what's next? Just yes. give me that. Yeah. <laughs> so at some point you start noticing. So it's a beautiful start with Albert Hain and making, you know, starting in such a retail. But you start noticing that um, you've built everything around providing to that channel, and at some point you, you know that there's so many more things that we can do. Because by the start, when we started, when the Afri book came into Albert Hain to go, we already. She already had like my mom already had like what nine different things, oh. yeah. like a whole bunch, a whole line of things. But for every product, every new product, you need to go through another process, yeah, going yeah. through um, uh, edging and everything like that. So because I think the goal is going to snacks as a whole, right? Yeah. So yeah, the funny thing is that we are we we are developing what we're actually doing mm -hmm. after the fact. So it was first, it wasn't like, let's think of how it was a strategy. Let's think of how we're going to do this. Let's think of how and it was like, we need to make something happen. And this is going to go there. And now that we're actually, art now we're actually articulating what we actually did and what, um, because it just was, it was, we realized at some point that, wow, we have actually, we're actually serving a certain need that a more conscious consumer it's craving, yeah. you know, food that has impact because we're talking about impact and it's such a thing, you know, um, things need to have a positive impact into the world. People want to do more positive things. We need more positivity. And we were now now we're actually understanding we are giving a a low barrier way to mm -hmm. impart positivity. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, doing it with a touch of Africa, you know, mm -hmm. and um, that's 
again realizing that that's what we're actually doing. Yeah, that's what are we doing now? But yeah. that also just shows more that it is a vision that you wanted to go after, and that's what you did. And everything else comes next. Um, what's next? So with the overnight situation, so uh, I was seeing that, okay, because of when it came out, it was 19th of December, 2016. I know the date, best relief. Um, so it was 19th of December, and then um, it's around that period of New Year, right? Yeah. So it is easy to make that connection to the Olibo situation. Now, what happened yeah. is that they made it more like, okay, let's do the seasonal thingy. Okay. So, okay, no problem. If that pro- product is a seasonal thing, we'll bring out more products, yeah. come up with more concepts. Yeah. All bearing that same philosophy of creating impact through snacks. Snack impact. So that is kind of <laughs> how that happens. Yeah. So we're trying, uh, setting up, uh, uh, we're now piloting a new, you can go to afri.nl. Um, we're testing a food a snack box. So with the idea that, you know, your monthly treats come into the meal and, you know, you just know that you're going to have a good reason to enjoy some goodies. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's actually the steps that we're taking, looking at the um, Horeca branch. Looking, so we're looking at different channels. Yeah. So that is um, what's next. That Bring is what's next. Uh, so how could people support? How could they be on board? I know I, I have yet to order my box. <laughs> I am Balls. going to do that right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right away. Click. <laughs> Tell yeah, us, yeah. how can people uh, get in? How can they participate? How can they be on the AfriBall yeah. movement? So <laughs> um, definitely yeah, you can check afri.nl um, you can go afri snacks also double i on so uh, afr double i afrii yeah. so because afri with one eye was so generic and i was like but i want the afri situation because i love the meaning the latin meaning of afri being yeah. the plural of afer so that was things that were of african origin originally from sub sub Sub-Mediterranean, or sub-Mediterranean. Everything oh, under the Mediterranean yeah. was Afer to the Latin, uh, to the um, to the Romans back mm-hmm. then. So then, n- it actually meant everything of Africa of that region. Mm-hmm. So then, the plural being Afri was things those yeah. multiple. So I was like, I want that, I want that, but I wanted mine. So I put another I, and I thought, yeah, that is that makes sense. Um, so how we people can get in touch is get into the website, uh, get your pilot box, join the pilot, um, go on the on the on the Instagrams, just follow the situation, get in touch. You know, I mean, we're also we're in a situ- we're in a position because I want to talk about the African part. I think that's a I think that's an important thing to talk about. Yes, we have to tell the people um, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what if you look at the video? Basically, what we have done when we started. Um, when we started, in the, as we started the fund, in the first week at media, the first case came, what happened, nine months after we started the project, um, already more than 50 moms and uh, babies were already helped, supported just by oh, us enjoying food, yeah. right? That's so the achievement of uh, yeah. It works. It. So that was my, like, it, ac- it actually any, works. It's bigger than any achievement you can have anywhere else. Yeah, and that, Saving that lives, is, that is what is important, yeah. the, the goal. But what I also think is that Africa has so much food. Yeah, so much. And so different kinds much of yes. foods that mm-hmm. people need to know about. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I was the other day, I was, uh, was it at the uh, African business. I heard this, there's a, there's a debate about jollof, you know, <laughs> the, the Ghanaian jollof, we have Nigerian jollof. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 but, but that is, jollof is to Africans, 
as what Nasi is to Asians. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. to what is what is what um, paella is to uh, the Spaniards. You know. Yeah. The, the, so we all know those other things, but why don't we know the jollofs here? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good question. Why not? You know. So there are so many things in South Africa. You have madness. Zimbabwe we have madness. There's so much stuff. So I'm thinking. What we have actually done South is, Africa, they have shakalaka. Uh, <laughs> uh, that stuff is so... But what we have actually done yeah. is... And what I think works, so everyone out there who has some African food concept, what Should works is that. if you yeah. adapt something that the region, the market knows, and give it a yes. touch of Africa, you, you might come up with something might, very yeah. interesting. And stand out. Yeah. And stand out. And if you have something like that, you know, you can hit us up where, like... We're in a position where we can help people and understand, tell them, you know, guide how to make those moves. Guide um, them where to go, how to get. Yeah, to I mean, we're in a position. So since so. we're in the position, we've been blessed with that. It's, it's. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to, you know, share. That's everything. our aim, you know. While mm-hmm. it's, it's always been, yeah. you know, like what the, the, the other guy was saying. Our heart is not just to, to, to make it for ourselves, but to see other Africans mm. in the Netherlands. Also make yeah. it. That's why we, we're looking for ways in which we can open doors yeah. that that we were able to to push through to yeah. open it lighter for others. It's so all about doing good. We're discussing that. So all about how can we do good. it to give yeah. somebody the same opportunity we got? Yeah. yeah. So that they enter in in the institutions of this country. Yeah. Normally, because they're missing out. I can you you know they're missing out. I know I absolutely know it's a it's a never ending story, oh. which I hope that um, we will bring a change to. Wow, that's it. that is really what I'm seeking for. Wow, well we've almost reached the end of the uh, interview. Do you yeah. have any last words or any words of encouragement for others that are wanting to venturing into the world of food? <laughs> okay, you want to say something? Um, I, I think you 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 said it for for me. Um, Food is something everyone, everyone gets into. Everyone gets into. And when you want to enter into it, don't be afraid. Don't, don't think, oh, my goodness, it's, it's, it's impossible. There, there's food everywhere. Just, just get into it. But find your niche. Find something that's unique. Look at what it's, it's, the people like. Just find something you are good at and just, just do it. I, I think being also focused maybe on one or two. Well, that's just my view. Can take you can start opening the road for you to expand, but just focus. Yeah, without add to that, um, look, you are you are not small enough to think big. Mm-hmm. Just think big. Um, if you want to do big things, we all have things that we want to do. We want to see in the world. Just think big. There's there's the space for it. You are not in a position, or you are not. It's not as if there's no space for you. Yeah. So just. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Darn and if you want it. to go to Albert Hein, go. You want to go to Jumbo, go. Call, Don't be afraid. Call them dudes up. You want to have something yeah. in the McDonald's? Call the head office up. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, there's nothing. There are no barriers. We it's are just our barriers. You. Yeah. Exactly. We tell us, no, me, I cannot do. Yeah, you mm. can. Go on. No, do it. no, no. So that is, I think that yeah. is it. If you have what you have on your heart, the impact you want to make, everyone has a story, as we said. Yeah. Tell Thank that story. You. Go out there. If it's not in food, if it's in sports, if it's in literacy, if it's in fashion, just darn it. You Call up high and and tell them I got something for you. I, you know? Yeah. You know, I think I can just say one last yeah. thing that, sure. that, that will really strengthen this point. Fire. You know, when I first did the, the magazine, 
As, as I said, I only understood one thing. As a journalist, as a writer, all I wanted was to tell the stories of people. But I, of course, I didn't understand the marketing side, which I, I, I got to understand. But something interesting happened. Just to show how nothing is small and you're not small and don't think small. Mm. Just that magazine, I went to, to London um, just to talk with, with somebody. And at, at the time, I was still in this limbo. But I knew I have to get into media. It's that important to me. But the, the text media. Yeah. And you'd, be, you'd, be so, you'd find it interesting that I got to somebody who knew the editor of Vogue and he saw the magazine and he said, what do you know about magazines? And I said, nothing, I just did this because, well, nothing. I've, I've, I've read magazines and I know the power of magazines. Yeah. And um, he said, this is so interesting. This is the, the, your approach. And I told him why. He said, I think I would like to hook you up with the editor. I was like, what? You see, I never did that because I wasn't ready. But the point I want to make here is that you are not too small. Yeah. You can be hooked up with anybody. Yeah. And you should never see yourself as small, no matter what you're doing. But please, 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 oh, I think this is the biggest one. The guy said it, professionalism. We must get to that level that the so, West oh. are. We should stop this mediocrity. Come, and we, are <laughs> we are here. We are here. You know, if, you, if your product or whatever you're yeah, doing, if yeah, you yeah, stop yeah, that, notch, that just <laughs> quit. it will break every barrier. Nobody would quit care. Quit the half-half stuff. Quit the, Ma- Just, no, no, just no, no, go no. To, to the yeah. top. And that's what I, I, I saw here. I, I came out like, wow. It's it's that. No, yeah. it's because it's because the way yeah. you look, the way you present what you do, it right. says so much about you yeah. and what we are to expect from you. Right. Yeah. And if what I see from you, the expectation already puts up high, even if you come exactly. with nonsense, I'll be like but since you but yeah. now if you come it's with branding good content branding. it's branding shoot um one more it's thing branding. sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but well. the thing is that you need to understand if you have a major vision you need to understand it's bigger than just you yes. Yes. so respect appreciate those people that are being put on your way i would say god is putting them on your way but just respect respect you know recognize it you can't do it alone we didn't come here we didn't get to this and to be able to tell the story just because we did it. Yeah. It's because people gave us their favored us. Fun yes. factor, I would say. All right. Albert can say no. The producer that made it happen for us, shout out to Echterbakker Piet Kersens. Hello. Piet Kersens, yeah. Hello. Net onder Alkmaar for yeah, the TV um, no, Shout so, out to Gedian. No, but seriously, no, but I mean, you have people that were ready to step into your vision. Bakar Piet Kersens. Be very explicit about your vision and know that yeah. you need people. Talk to people about it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid that they'll steal your idea. That cannot yeah, do that's, you. That's a strong fear yeah. within Africa. That cannot yeah. do you as they you will can not. do you. They cannot do you as you can Please. do you. They, they won't. Please, but you need, yeah. you know, for major visions, it's it's people oh, that yeah. will make exactly. major things happen. Exactly. That's what's up. On that note, thanks so much for dropping so much knowledge. I love it. <laughs> I love the story. I love the journey. And yeah. on to other things. Uh, of course, we'll be following you. And I am to, f- to order my African <laughs> pilot snack box. You know, people, that yeah. is uh, a snack box. It's including with, um, well, what you do is actually you pay a 1995 for it. 
it goes to support of these pregnant women, yeah. uh, obviously in Cameroon. By default, what you get is the Afri Bowl, coffee bowl, six time Afri puff, yes, uh, yeah. Afri rocks, and, and another surprise. Hey. It's a good snack. Now, my mother is like fond of these things, so I know me and my sisters, we're gonna like chop it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you say? Chop, I like that <laughs> with some tea. And uh, I also uh, noticed some, some of the products are vegan, T- uh, two of the Afri bowl, coffee bowl yeah. is vegan, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's serious. Mm-hmm. It's some serious things, and not just because it's an African product, mm-hmm. but also contributing to our people. So make sure you look up their website, the dot nl, and order your box. We need to support our Africans. But Cameroon is it. only the first country. We, we we want to go all over Africa, right? Co- copy that's and paste. That's the vision. It's copy and paste. That's that. the vision. Yeah. yeah, absolutely loving it. Uh, I so much want to thank you for uh, coming all the thank way to Amsterdam you. to share your story. Thank you and, very uh, much. And we're yeah. looking forward onto many, many more things. And uh, so congratulations for raising that bar, bringing something yeah. serious to the market, you know, that <laughs> looks that looks nice and to the standard, yeah. actually, that uh, these supermarkets have. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's yeah. a story that a lot of people can follow. Yeah. So this is uh, Africa Unfocused. I told you I have like the best of people here on the show uh, to talk about how they can create success for themselves. Uh, my name is Miss Abba. Make sure that you follow me on uh, Instagram, ms.aba. Uh, and of course, if you missed an episode, Africa Unfocused, the podcast is out. SoundCloud, Spotify, the Apple Music, it's out there. So in your mornings, as you're looking for inspiration, make sure that you listen to it. Uh, next week, we have a, a marketing strategist, uh, one who has successfully uh, enabled companies to scale up in Ghana, and he's doing that same thing. Thank you for listening to Africa on Focus. We air live every Sunday on High Radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaunfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle.